Hiya, pals. <clears throat> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris news. Me first. With what this? No, with whatever you've written. The king has returned. Disney is under new management. Jay, peck your bags. The witch is dead. Paycheck has left the building. I guess I'm back. <laughs> he wasn't the messiah. He was a very naughty boy. The king is dead. Long live the king. Bobbing in and out. You are a toy! You are a sad, strange oh, little man. Sorry. And you have my pity. I'm done. See? Oh my god! Bob Iger to bring back the mango whip to Disneyland Paris <laughs> in his first act as CEO. I think that's it. Oh, <laughs> slow news week. Slow news week. Yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. So what's that in yeah. reference to? I've not been, uh, I've not been following the news. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. That's right. Bob Chapek has left the Walt Disney Company. We can't say resigned, really, by can we? <laughs> yeah, by mutual <laughs> consent. Um, is unamicably spit, split from the Walt Disney Corporation and has been replaced, nay, returned. Um, the Bob Iger is once again the CEO of the Walt Disney Corporation. I mean, what? Guess who's back? And we're going to be talking back about again. that again a lot today. We're not Iger's only back. only going to be talking about that. We do have <laughs> some photos to chat through. We have some people have been telling us things. Our boots on the ground have been giving us info, and we've got a couple of questions to answer. But as far as news, yes. Yes, that's the news. Okay? Anyway, we usually have preambles. You heard so. it here first. Mm. Well, at the, like six days later. When was it? Monday? It, yeah, it happened like 10 minutes after we finished on Sunday. Like, yeah, basically. We, we, I got back to find out. A lot of you have been in touch and emailed or messaged. Or oh, you found out tweeted. that night? Uh, no, I didn't find out that night. Oh, I, was say. I found out first thing in the morning when Mark Riley had sent yeah. me an email. I was checking Twitter <laughs> and I was just just checking Twitter, just doom scrolling. Still in bed. Still and, in bed. Um, I was making breakfast. And I saw someone saying Bob Iger's return. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. So I thought I'd go in the comments and people were going, nah, come on. And this guy was saying, no, it's true. Look it up. And I thought, oh, go on then. I'll I'll at least just 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 to confirm it's not true. And I went on I went on Google News and uh, uh, yeah, there it was. The, the only thing I can liken it to is um, in my life. Is when Princess Diana was uh, was yeah unfortunately killed. Well, sorry, I smiled and said that. But it, it's like everybody remembers where yeah, they were remember when. They were. Yeah, exactly. Yep. In fact, you know what? It was such big news. I almost didn't digest it immediately. Like Hugh said, Hugh sent me the article. We're in the same house. It was like I'm not going to tell you. Go on the chat. Because it was the chat, the 37 Disney Street. Oh chat. yeah, I just said, I said, what is it? What is it? It went. Have you seen the Disney news? What is it? What is it? Look at your phone. So, and then I saw it and I went through the same process that Hugh did. I was like, no, we didn't say it. No somebody, way. Somebody's making because something up. Uh, but then it took me half an hour to like 
be fully convinced it had happened. <laughs> so by that point, it was like... Because, like, the circumstances, like, the, this, to, this to happen like this, it's so out of the ordinary, isn't it? Yeah. This hasn't happened before, oh, has it? Unprecedented. With the um, Disney CEO, like, unceremoniously dumped. It's not just the Disney oh, CEO. I've just... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, hang on. It's... Walt the check is going on. <laughs> Carry on. It's, um... <laughs> Was that one brewing yeah, yeah. all that time? Just, just well done. Up, yeah. Couldn't wait. It's not just the, any Disney CEO. It's to the to the best of my knowledge and the knowledge of the hosts of. Um, <laughs> She's broken. What, what's, what's that podcast that I really love? <laughs> that's got Len Tester and Jim Hill on it. Disney Dish. Thank you. And the hosts of Disney Dish, who are very responsible. They can't think of any major corporation that has had a CEO return under these kind of circumstances. It's it's just bonkers. But we're going to delve in into that in great detail in a short time. Mm. Do you have other things you want to tell us and show us? There usually well, is. Well, just that what I should have said was, Walt the Chapek is going on. And I said check. Yeah, it's a little a bit, bit strange uh, at my delivery. Well, I so. call him paycheck, so paycheck, I can yeah. I kind of got yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I think everyone got it. You could edit No one said it. anything about the film. It was too little too late, and uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Do you want to talk about who's here? Let's. Who are they? Hold on, please. <laughs> All aboard, please! <laughs> um, right, when the chat today, we have um, well, voiceover guy was here first. No, and wasn't this um, wasn't voiceover Winner. guy here first last week too? Yes, voiceover guy was here first last week. Traditional at this point. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not only the Dunn family. Come on, Dunn family, pull your socks up. Yeah. Uh, we've got Claire and Scottish Claire and Aaron and John and Joanne, Wits Wanderlust, uh, Mark with a Q, Rachel B, Moritz. Uh, Kat is here and we also have Daisy Fiona and Mark with a K both the Marks here Marky and Marky Whoa. Uh, Fiona if I haven't said Fiona already I'll say it again Cheryl's here and Magical by Sarah and let's start with this one and is that it Laura is here and Emily and Sarah and Nate's here as well but he can't get his chat to work oh Nate what is Nate oh Okay, well, well, we're glad you could tune in, even in silence. <sighs> right. I feel really Hi, Jill. Today. Jill's here too. Well, so you should. You feel I'm giddy. Just, I feel giddy. Do you know, you said it took you a while to unpack it. Yeah. I decided not to unpack it until here today. <laughs> so, so I just feel a little bit giddy about the whole situation. I feel slightly nauseous and I think it's all too much for me. And I don't usually drink Diet Coke this late at night because then I can't sleep. And I just thought, no, I, I, need, I need sharpening up. Oh, well, speaking of drinks. Yeah, I'm thirsty. It's empty, Chris. My cup runneth dry. So, my chalice is empty. I'm a big fan of iced tea, peach iced tea in particular. But the other day mm-hmm. I spotted something I thought you might like the look of. It's mango iced tea. Ooh. Now, iced tea is a bit of an acquired taste, so if you don't like it... I like iced tea. I don't tend to drink it because of caffeine. Well, I know, but this, this is the other thing. We're all having caffeine tonight, so... Uh, sod it. So that's going to be fun. Oh, it smells good. So this is a Lipton oh, mango iced good. tea. Low in calories. 
Oh, let's let's. Uh, I don't like this sound, but I think it sounds. I think it was. I think it will. Do you know some people love? Um, what's that annoying whispering sound? ASMR. ASMR. Talk about this a lot. I do, man. I do. Because I do, I do. the thing is, like, I saw something the other day that said uh, this video goes viral due to the ASMR, and I just think that puts me off. Mm. Why do people like that? Anyway, that's just me. Anyway, so uh, I'm gonna taste it, and it's. Oh, it's delicious. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's gentle, good. gentle. Ooh. I mean, maybe this is why, because because this is quite a weak flavour, isn't it? Yeah, like this, but this is about how strong I like my diet, uh, my, my daily <laughs> drinks as well. So. Yeah, no, it's good. It's I good. Like it. Yeah, I recommend it. Good. I'm just, I'm just loving the chat because people are saying. Um, I know Scottish Claire had to race back from Nando's for this one. Fiona's saying had to join the live for this one. Got the we we one got an early bath and the husband is yeah, taking over bedtime. It's st- like this is important. We'll stop then, talking about iced tea. These guys are talking about mango iced tea. You're here. For well, the come good on. Stuff. We're going to bring it back. Right. We're going to bring it back. Okay. Can we do a quick bit of um, housekeeping though first? Go just on for then. those who are here, and we'll talk about it again later. But magical by Sarah says we won't be here next week though, as we'll be in Disneyland Paris. Now we won't be here next week either will we no oh wow where, 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 where are we gonna be we're in a show we're doing a Christmas show oh yeah I, I wrote a, it it's a technical slash dress rehearsal and um, Chris is MDing it I'm not really am I you are MDing it I, we had one rehearsal where I got everyone to sing everything and then sing I left Carol them all to do Mouse. it themselves what did I do uh, you acted Turned like you a wrote, you wrote boy. Part, part of the script I wrote a scene you with wrote a scene? co-wrote a screen with my friend Brookie with our friend Brookie and I did the poster don't forget I did the you, poster you Gosh, did do the poster cracking poster, <laughs> cracking poster. <laughs> you did do the poster yep. anyway so yes you may have heard the news <laughs> I've already alluded to it um, Bob, Bob Chapek is yeah. no longer C- no. CEO of the Walt Disney Corporation. <gasps> now, I just want to back up a bit because this is brand Disney, new information Disney has a long history of CEOs being ousted and the not leaving amicably. Now, like Bob who? Bob Iger himself got his position because Michael Eisner was dropped. It, well, there was a charge led against him by Roy Disney um, to get Michael Eisner out. It was a, a boardroom bloodbath at the time. And if you ever want to listen to an eleven-hour audiobook. <laughs> Try the Disney War. Oh, I might find who it's by, but it tells you in great detail of all the things that went on at oh, that, that time like in history. Kind of thing, it's very nerdy. It's a lot of boardroom stuff, but it's very interesting. I had to stop listening to it for a while because the figures that the people were getting given as severance was nauseating me. Mm. You know when they get like $48 million in severance and they can't pay a minimum wage to the janitors? I started to get a bit annoyed. Yeah, there's something wrong about that, isn't there? I know. Anyway, so that's how Bob Iger came into our lives was... Um, through Michael Eisner getting ousted and he kind of jumped into the the grave, as it were. So then Bob Iger, two years ago, we reported on this show that he was stepping down very unexpectedly in, uh, I think they announced it at the end of January in 2020. And I said, I remember at the time going, maybe he knows something about this this virus thing that's in China that we don't, and he kind of wants to get ahead of it. Because I think <laughs> that Shanghai had just shut, but the West was like, mm. didn't know anything about it. Like, wow, that's crazy. They've shut a Disney park. Um, and then I think, I, safe to say I was proved right. But, but <laughs> well, he didn't go-go. He was going-going, and then he jumped into a different he, role. Mm. He was doing a 12-month kind of um, mentoring thing. 
So he he wasn't CEO <laughs> for those go. twelve. Great months, job. But he kind of he stuck around for twelve months, and this is what was so unusual. This is why it seemed so sudden. He got it so wrong, he gets In a ding. The, Terrible job. If it hadn't been a sudden decision. We feel like they would have done that quietly anyway and then had a proper transfer. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. fact that they chose to do that weird, weird so 12 the, months. The rumour was mm-hmm. that he uh, they, knew, they knew about this whole COVID thing and they thought, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have some difficult decisions to make. So we'll get in someone who can make those difficult decisions for us. Do. Businesses are known for doing this. It, yeah. it wasn't just that they needed difficult decisions. I don't. I mean, none of us know this. This is boring Yeah, no, stuff. it's all rumour stuff. Um, but I think it's mill. more that uh, Bob Iger had planned on retiring well we know he had because his contract was due to expire but it they probably knew that it would be right in the middle of a nightmarish period and mm-hmm. so they didn't want him to if they knew it was going to be a really difficult year they didn't want him to disappear in the middle of there it there was a lot of other so stuff going on at the time as well though wasn't there because disney plus launched as well um in it did late 2019 didn't it and it was still doing global rollout as well in 2020 yeah mm. it didn't get to the uk till march 2020 right. because it was literally the week after the lockdown and everyone got it and we were like have they planned this and even at that <laughs> point in time they must have known stuff to do with fox was going on and and in in the pipeline as well that so, was finished that was wrapped up so so there was there wasn't just a um, a virus hanging about at the time. Well, was it? It was, there was an awful lot of the new reason I Iger gave because they didn't say there's a virus coming and we're all scared. The reason Iger gave at the time was um, his his big pet projects had been Disney Plus off the ground and to finish the Fox merger and both of those were finished. Mm-hmm. So it really came to like that kind of point, but um, it, it was very unexpected. So it was strange to start with. Now. So he's, what's that then? I just said January. So it's been like two and a half years then that he's been a CEO and he had a mentor for one of those years. But even towards the end of that mentorship and certainly as soon as that mentorship finished, Iger was very outspoken about not liking the direction that Chapek was taking. In fact, he was saying some snippy things whilst he was still with the company. And the rumour was that Chapek wasn't invited to his retirement due. That's really interesting, though, because uh, just just tell me, who is it who picked Chapek to, uh, to take on that role? Yeah, he was handpicked. Handpicked. By and Iger. T- and tell me, what, what's one of the conditions of, I- of Iger coming back isn't it that he needs to hand pick himself somebody else to replace himself yeah he's been given two years it's a two year only contract and they have said with <laughs> with no possibility of renewal they've, they've somehow some lawyers have wrapped it up somewhere where that definitely will not continue and one of the key roles that is written into his contract is to pick a successor now the thing is with him being hand picked is there was difficulties within the Disney Corporation because he never named a successor until the day that he named Chapek. Now, obviously, he must have had him in mind or whatever. Um, but it one of the reasons people are saying he's coming back is because he could have left on such a high, but one of his biggest failures was choosing Bob Chapek. So people won't remember all the good things they did. What they're remembering is that terrible decision that came right at the end. This is what I'm hearing. Uh, there's a lot so, of second and third hand information here. So has the rumour mill started yet? Which, which um, ageing white men are on the uh, shortlist to take the job? There's a few, isn't well, there? There's a good three or four. Uh, I'll just... Uh, there's some yeah. stuff in the chat, actually. Um, uh, <clears throat> Emma loves the mango iced tea, Chris, oh, and uh, has only ever seen it in... Por- really good. Por- only ever seen it in Portugal before. Um, Sarah's loving the jumpers, guessing it's not a £6 heating day. 
in a, in 37 Disney Street. No heating <clears> on in this house. We put it on briefly when some friends yeah. came around. Uh, we turned it off in time for Chris to uh, come down from his side of the building. Yeah. Um, Aaron and Claire are talking about um, Offhand Disney, which is a YouTube channel that we do like. And voiceover guy is asking, where is the show that we're doing? It's in uh, it's in Dewsbury, which is just mm-hmm. down the road from 37 Disney Street in Dewsbury. Dewsbury Arts Group. Uh, mm. If you look up Dewsbury Arts Group and Christmas at, info. at Crumbly Edge, uh, you, you'll be able to, to find it. It's, just, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a variety show. It's sold mm. out. Is it? I think so. Yeah, they usually are. They, you might get the odd, there might be the odd ticket available. The odd return. Yeah. Could be. Could we're be. very popular. Anyway, um, so Disney Disney dish. You were going to um, offhand Disney. You were going to say something, weren't you? Offhand, right? I I want to say a lot of what I'm getting here. There's little bits that I've kind of thought of myself. But we've been watching offhand Disney, um, D- DSNY News, views, DSNY News, and uh, the, the Diz. Diz Unplugged. Oh, and I've already said uh, Len Tester and Jim Hill yeah. Disney dish. And they're all Hate really the player, excellent the sources. But, um, Mickey Views in particular is very into the balance sheets. So he like listens in on the earnings calls and then tells you exactly where all the streams are. So he he knows all that kind of thing. So if you are nerding out on any of this, I recommend you go to those sources. Um, now, before I say who might take over, there's a few, there's four people who were fired during Bob Chapek's tenure and they all took the fall for one of them now one of them is our beloved Catherine Powell who absolutely rejuvenated Disneyland Paris and then moved into being I can't remember her title but the Western Hemisphere Mm. Parks and something I don't know something like that Um, and then Galaxy's Edge didn't go to plan do you remember this? Galaxy's Edge that, that most people love Galaxy's Edge that most people love didn't make enough money in the first month. She had only started the job a month before and had nothing to do with the development of the actual land itself and very little to do with the opening itself because she was pretty new to the role and because it didn't make as much money as it should have done, Bob Chapek decided she was the fall girl. You sound aggrieved. I am. I'm really (laughs) aggrieved. Because I absolutely... She she really... She was fabulous at Disneyland Paris and would... You must be grumpy. We were good to see her go. And I really thought, oh, but this is good. This means she'll she'll float up. And it it was my it was just common knowledge that this was a classic boardroom um casualty kind of thing. That it wasn't her fault. Now very similar was uh Peter Rice, another Disney executive, same sort of story. He was um tapped to be Bob Iger's. What a succession. British name. Peter Rice. <laughs> yes, and he's British. Hello, Peter Rice. Um, nice and to meet he, you. he's, I, sorry, I don't have all these people's titles, but <laughs> Say, he's says me though. Seen <laughs> Hugh Rain. Um, he's senior <clears throat> vice president of um, entertainment Stuff. and yeah, something or other. Um, but same thing, he got ousted, and there was uh, Bob Staggs, and so it basically he's got this habit of getting rid of people when things <clears throat> get tough and not taking the blame himself. Um, so the rumour is that it was Christine McCarthy who is the CFO, his chief finance officer. That's the one that's the one who said uh about guests um slimming down, isn't yeah. it? Made that made that do you, do you remember that, that, that quip about uh, that you know well we, we could do to you know tighten Re- our... reduce the portion size because some yeah. of our guests could do to reduce their waistlines. Oh, you are so funny, Christine. Anyway, so she um 
so they had a really bad earnings call la- uh, the week before last that Mickey Views did report on. I recommend you go to that. Um, and it was cat- catastrophic, was this earnings call. In catastrophic. A, a lot of ways. <laughs> and basically, Christine McCarthy <laughs> saw the writing on the wall and thought, he's going to blame me for this. I'm going to get ousted. And the rumour is that she led the charge to get rid of him before he could get rid of her. I I just wonder, though, if there's there's been one, just like one thing that's kicked it it off, you know, kicked off the end game. Mm. You know, like he's... there must be there must be something. I don't know. I, well, I just feel like there's one thing he did, like he threw a plate at someone. The, the other rumours... <laughs> Speculation! The other rumours are that... Well, I don't think these are rumours. Well, to us, the rumours. But that over the last 12 months, there's been a senior executive after senior executive separately approach the board with complaints mm. about the way things are run. Anyway, you asked the question, who might overtake him? Mm. Uh, take over, I I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's next? All the What's people next? who were fired appear to be on the roster. So Catherine Powell, Peter Rice and Bob Staggs. People are even uh, mooting um, John Favreau's name. Uh, somebody Ooh. mentioned John Favreau. People Just think as like a he, kind of a wild card, like, you know. He doesn't want to get out of the creative <clears throat> business, but that is why, it would be a good... That is why... He should be, he should be in parks, yeah. though, shouldn't he? That is why I, I, uh, can be creative. I avoid uh, promotions at work. Because <laughs> the higher up you get, the less creative I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be. And uh, they need me in the field because I'm the best they've got. Be we, we were talking about this after the show last week. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. He'd be very good for PR. Though. The thing is that Walt was a visionary and a showman. And then he had his his brother, to, Roy, to do all the nitty gritty stuff. And Eisner was a, a showman and a great PR guy. And he had died in a, ca- uh, died in a helicopter crash. Tell me his name. Brain. Well, he had Jeff Katzenberg doing the film side mm. and he had, I can't remember his name, it'll come to me. Somebody will yeah. tell me in the chat. Yeah. And he died and that's when everything went Pete Tong. Um, so the, it, this, it seems American, to work best. The American viewers won't know what Pete Tong means. Frank Wells, thank you, Mark. You <laughs> just said Frank and it came back to me. Pete Tong is Cockney rhyming slang for wrong. <laughs> we do sometimes slip it in. So the Disney Corporation seems to work best when it is balanced by a visionary... And a detail person. And the thing is... That's like you two and then a gob on the end, which is me. <laughs> you're Katzenberg, you're Frank Wells, and I'm, I'm Walt Disney. <laughs> no, are... no, I'm, I'm Michael Eisner. Do I want to be Michael Eisner? I don't know. You've got the chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you definitely need to get that Christmas present. Oh, now. my goodness. What right. Christmas present? Lucy, Lucy said there's a... The, like, someone, someone, I think it was Rachel earlier said, does anyone know if the Shop, uh, Shop Disney Black Friday deals are the same in the park? Um, I had a quick look I through know. Twitter places to see, but all the prices for everything seem to be the same. So I haven't seen anywhere saying um, Black Friday in DLP. Is right. It? That's the, the closest I can get to you is I don't know. Well, Bob's not. Lucy just showed us a spirit jersey that she wants. Mm. Uh, well, my now because this, this is going to start a flurry of that one. And ordering it. Yeah, It'll be stock it better be my size. What I size? Medium, I think. Yes. Medium. <gasps> He's going to do it now live. It's a bag. You've got to use the code. Add personalization. No, I don't want that. No. Xmas twenty. Xmas twenty. Use the code. Xmas twenty. Xmas twenty. And then and then show the people. Look how home. feverish you are. Oh, there's a lot to fill out here. I'm not sure I can be bothered. Do you not okay. just log in? Do you not have an account? 
Um, I might do, but <laughs> I, like, I, I like to do it as a guest. I don't know. I'm a, yeah. I'm anyway, gonna, I'm going to keep talking. So, where are we at? So, it seems to work good from his balance. Like and there was no balance. Chapek was just off on his own, and he's not a creative person mm. at all. Mm. So, the talk was um, oh, yeah, Josh Tamaro is someone else who's on the table. Now, the thing is mm. with Josh Tamaro is uh, we blame Chapek for all the changes at the parks, but he is head of parks and experiences. Is Josh Damara. Yeah. So he's a very good looking, charming man. There's no and I think people forgive him because he's so charming. There's no place to put a, a, a code. Oh. Is, it, is it checkout? For it is, but there's, uh, I'm, I'm down to the credit card bit. Oh. Right. <laughs> Can we do this in a bit? <laughs> so Claire, Claire said that, um, speaking of off-hand Disney, they said something in a recent video, if things change in the parks, we know that the CEO is to blame. If it doesn't, then maybe it's time to start pointing fingers elsewhere. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. But then it... Well, we'll come on in a bit to what Iger's actually going to do um, because there's rumours and suggestions of what might be going on. Anyway, I just want to read a couple of quotes from Bob Iger this week. Okay? Iger. Has he got any Chapek quotes? No, Chapek has been very quiet. Funny that. This is a Chapek quote. I wonder what he'll do next. He'll be in a bank, won't he? That was my Chapek quote. Insightful. Thank you. Mm. Um, This is Iger. I've asked Dana Walden, Alan Bergman, uh, Jimmy Pitaro and Christine McCarthy to work together on the design of a new structure that puts more decision-making back in the hands of our creative teams and rationalises costs. And this will necessitate a reorganisation of Disney media and entertainment distribution. So, Some people's going to get fired. Exactly. This, <laughs> this is, again, very boardroom reorganisation, restructuring, all that. But the important thing in there is said back in the hands of our creative teams. So he is insinuating it has been taken out of the hands of the creative teams, which it has. And Mm. into the fingers of the money man. Our goal is to have... Oh, can you do this one in the voice of Nicolas Cage, please? Our goal is to have the new new structure in place in the coming months. Without question, elements of DMED will remain, but I fundamentally believe Mm. that storytelling is what fuels this company and it belongs at the centre of how we organise our businesses. He's almost talking like Walt Disney there. I know. In a world and business that is awash with data, it is tempting to use data to answer all our questions, including creative questions. I urge you all not to do that. That sounds like Bye Bye Genie Plus to me. Well, no, do you know what this seems? No, the, I think he's talking specifically about Disney Plus here. And mm. what I think he's saying is it's tempting to use data to answer creative questions, meaning let's do more live action remakes yeah, of sequels of things because yeah. yeah let's see what's bring me last year's balance sheets what did well let's make more of that and he's and and he's saying i urge you not to do that and also him saying storytelling is what fuels this company it's all very very scathing of the lack of creativity now there's been a lot of criticism of Iger. For, for doing all his purchases and not always making the best decisions, but there's no doubt that the guy stuck to that. Well, did he? He made a lot of remakes. Hmm. He talked a good game about caring about the ethos of the company, but did he? Well, he did. I don't know. I'm talking myself out of did things. He, did he do it for the right reasons at the time, whereas now they're not done for the right reasons? Maybe. 
That, he he maybe felt he had more of a heart when it was happening, and now he will have seen how decisions will be made. He'll have sat there, won't he, and, and watched, you know, someone ask for the balance sheets before deciding whether or not they're going to the, clear. The thing is, big Maleficent da- too. Big data is massive now in everything, so mm. it's not just Disney Plus. No, it, it does feed into to you know Genie Plus and everything that's happening in the parks as well. It, it's. It's all of that stuff. Businesses run their models based on the information that they get through to them and they use it to forecast and they use it to plan, they use it to do absolutely everything. But in- and if they've thrown themselves into that over the last couple of years, then and, and he's seen this as a wake up call because he's sitting because he sat back for two years effectively mm. and, and watched what's happening as a result of it. To me, that's a massive and positive thing, because um, mm. I, I do think there's, a, there's there's definitely space for data. There there is. In, oh yeah. In all walks there's space for data. There's there's room for analysing and understanding, and and trying to use that to make a better world. But if definitely some of that in the past is showing that actually by being that calculated, you're taking the heart away from it. Then yeah, a company like Disney, they have to listen to that. They have to. So yeah. There's, get rid of it all. The parks in particular. It, Data is like oxygen to the park. Mm-hmm. So they, they need to know wait times and ride times and how long on average somebody queues for a hot dog. They need to know that. But when, um, even within the parks, when that starts affecting creative decisions, maybe he sees problem. The, there is another thing, though, and, and Mark just made me think of this. So Mark says, I think Iger realises the metaverse is going nowhere. The thing is... Mm-hmm. You're talking about the CEO of a massive, massive corporation mm. and the metaverse is one part of one franchise. I mm. mean, the big part of one franchise, but that's it. I know he'll be seeing things at a granular level. I, I get that. But there's a, there's a bigger picture that surely he's looking at here. He's not looking, he's not looking specifically at those little details. I can't see <coughs> massive, <coughs> well, widespread quick fixes jumping in as a, as a as a way to kind of signal his return can you that's like on the mango whip. i'm getting this from mickey <laughs> views by the way so sorry plagiarism go watch mickey views he's brilliant um but on on the earnings call um where everything was tanking the cfo was asked about increased spending at the parks and she blamed the reintroduction of the christmas party for the spending and he pointed out in a in a organization the size of disney parks worldwide you can't point at 10 christmas parties Mm. and say that's where the money's going he says it's just distraction it's just talking about something to give an answer it's just distraction it's not possibly the answer that they actually want what have you just pulled out of your pocket christopher fletcher i I did went to milan last week didn't i you certainly did did. and today i brought back some biscotti grazie would you like a biscuit oh grazie they can all listen to us chew Um, now they look a bit like what do they look like uh well, you said rusks. Barley's rusks. They look a bit like rusks. I think they taste like rusks as well, which for me is a fantastic thing because I always like rusks. A little disappointing. The taste does come later <laughs> with these. It's not very sweet, are you? No, but um, they're all right, though. They're pleasant. Good for dipping. Look at the, I've just got an email. Look mm. at that. Yay! Uh, oh. I found because uh, if people heard me struggling to the, to put the promo code in, mm. um, it's actually before you go to checkout, mm. oh. which is a bit strange actually because it's mm. normally in checkout. But um, it was uh, I think I added it to basket, did I? And then and then underneath the item was uh, I can put the promotional code in there. So if you're struggling to find it, it is there. It's just a bit earlier than you'd think. So yeah, I've just bought you that present. 
The other thing that was revealed from this earnings call You're welcome. was... Oh, <laughs> thank you for that. Visit. Oh, sorry, I was just, I was trying to think what I was going to say next. Moving on. Oh, so you, we need to show No them, affection, please. We need to show them what you've, what you've got me. tweet to. it now. And if, you, if you're listening later, I'll tweet it on Twitter. On Twitter. Oh, on, yeah. Uh, hashtag. Under the hashtag. Hashtag 37 Disney Street. Ungrateful wife. <laughs> Spirit. <laughs> Hashtag Thank 37 Disney Street Spirit. Thank you, I love you. And for you people who like ASMR, hashtag 37 Disney Street. Yeah, and if you like it Spirit. even more, then... <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. There's people getting very upset on the drive to work right you, can now. Can I get myself some water? <laughs> Absolutely not. So, the other thing that we learned on this earnings call was that all these price increases at the parks... Um, so... Why are we paying so much more to go to the parks and yet the bins are no longer being emptied and um, the, the the upkeep of the rides are constantly down. Rise of the resistance is down constantly every Figment day. Figment posters are faded. I saw someone complain yeah. about that and saying, so, Bob, can you fix that, please? Bob. So why why are we paying all this to go to the park when the actual product is getting worse? The, um, the ride downtime is getting worse. The janitorial things are getting worse, but we're paying more. And the answer is that all that money um, is being taken from the parks and rechanneled into... To Bob Chapek for his severance deal. <laughs> oh, don't joke, man. Um, it's been channeled into making new content for Disney+, and that's... 300 million last year. You can't year. empty your bins because Lady in the Tramp. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it, and the the thing is that when you make content, you spend a finite amount and then you do or you don't see your return, like on cinema tickets or on new subscriptions or whatever. The thing is with Parks is it takes constant money, mm-hmm. constant turnover, constant janitorial staff, constant mm-hmm. upkeep. And um, the... Basically, Chapek was accused of, well, being very short-sighted, but almost massaging figures in that he wanted to see returns for things. Why aren't And yeah. he, he lost patience in this constant... Surely they're separate businesses. Um, that just seems ludicrous to me. There doesn't seem like any way to run an organisation to take money money from, uh, janit- from, from janitory. I'd, I've probably... To, to... I've probably oversimplified it, but, no, but it's... Still. It's um, it. There's a thing. There's a thing for people who are clever at numbers. It was all reported, and they've got in. There's a graphic with in streams and out streams, and but yeah, it's just money just isn't being pumped back mm-hmm. into the parks. So I think that it's all this that has led to Iger coming back, which is good. Now the question is, let's move on to the next next section of this discussion. Ooh, what will he do? What do we want him to do? What do we think he'll do? What do we think about paid fast pass? Well, that's one that people would love to see go, but which probably won't. It's you know, it's just very likely to go, isn't it? Once you've got a revenue stream, you mm. don't get rid of it. What I think they might do is put it as a an offer with hotels. You know, like you can get free dining mm-hmm. plan. I think you'll end up getting free fast pass. Disneyland Paris as well. I wouldn't be surprised that you start getting these free passes, but they can't get rid of a revenue stream. Once they've yeah, they could it could do one. to like because there's, there's some quick wins they could do, just to make people a little bit happier in the parks. I think and in in Paris it'd be to get rid of the only three reservations for annual pass holders mm. at a time. Just just even if they made it five, just simple just simple little things like that that wouldn't actually make a huge make some difference, but not a huge difference. But but to those people it would make a massive difference. And 
Because mm. for me, that's what, what they need at the moment is a bit of positivity. Mm. Because there's an awful lot of Disney fans at the moment who feel disgruntled about various different things but still push the positive all the time. Look, there's three of us sat here right mm-hmm. now. You know, we we see the positive in Disney in and in everything that they're doing. But at the same time, we have our frustrations. They need mm-hmm. they need to stop that for those frustrations because if people are bickering and unhappy about stuff all the time, then everybody else will start to feel more positive about stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Just but just some quick wins. Come it's, on, it's it's some... frustrating and upsetting and annoying that people are getting so much less at the moment for so much more money. Yeah, and for just a diminished product. Right. It's, that, it's sack, not sack Damara. That's what it's not on. Bring back Catherine. What's the face? Catherine Powell. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. That's that's what. Mm. Honest to God. In fact, I'd even be happy. I don't. With the jury's still out on Damara, but if Damara got made CEO and Catherine Powell came back as head of all parks worldwide, I think that would be amazing because she was so good at Disneyland Paris. And wouldn't it be nice to see a top female executive as well? Oh yeah, yeah. I know we've got a female CFO, but. All the other heads are male. Max says, build a third land. Well, I mean, yeah. Finish Maybe. the second one first, though, eh? Mm. We're, we're, still, we're still fixing uh, Eisner's... Um, yes. <laughs> patchwork, his, patchwork. His uh, cardboard and crayons situation that he built. It'll um, happen, though. I mean, look, God, look, look at California doodad. On a, yeah. now compared to what it was at the time it's massive massive change it yeah. is and on the plus side I was I was listening to yet another Disney podcast the other day um, Walt Disney World News Today and they went on a bit of a rant this was pre-Iger about look how well Disneyland Paris have done at turning themselves around Walt Disney World can do the same now isn't it sad when we're looking at Walt Disney World saying it needs to turn itself around? It's meant to be the pinnacle, isn't it? But they were using Disneyland Paris as the example of a park made good and including Avengers Campus in that and including it's, it's the new hotel. They're doing amazingly. Yeah, yeah. We're actually, we're on the Disneyland Paris show. We don't have a lot to moan about except prices and not being able to get our park reservations. And a speed of coffee. <coughs> yeah, and, and the, the mango speed, oh with, the God. snacks are getting better and better with the ob- obvious exception of the mango the sad loss of the mango whip um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah sort out your catering Disneyland Paris but the snacks are getting better mm. in general there's more exciting little snacks coming along that, that aren't just shortbread and Nutella anymore I, I would like to see him do one big gesture towards the cast members he's already paid them lip service with we know how important you are you're the head of the company blah 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 but a, pay them a, money. a pay rise an in, improvement a, you know a big recruitment drive uh just a, anything even if he had you see we'd love to say pay them all more money i'm sure it's not that simple but if you can do some kind of huge you know what i mean like tangible thing Mm -hmm. for the cast members and i think there's a lot of um trust lost through the whole don't say gay bill thing which was incredibly mismanaged oh really really bad i mean i don't know what's in chapek's heart and soul and i never will it's nothing to do with that he just didn't deal with it well he just did the wrong things in the wrong order and said the wrong words Mm -hmm. that's the bottom line isn't it it's all politics um, so it, it just I'd like to see some like repayment of, of faith really from them um, you might be about to say this but voiceover guy I think is 
posted a couple of times about this, but mm-hmm. um, he sent something back to Disney on the 3rd of November and still hasn't heard anything to, from, from Shop Disney. Have you ever sent anything back? And, and uh, No. Uh, no, neither have I. I've never, uh, so that's the answer to your question, Guy, is uh, none of us have ever sent anything back, so I don't really have an experience of how long it takes for you to get your refunds. But where are we? The 3rd, so that's 24 days ago. 24 days? Yeah, you'd normally mm-hmm. expect a refund within, what do they normally say? 28? So you might probably a couple of days off, maybe, mm. hopefully. It's so hard to contact companies these days, isn't it? Once yeah. you, you know, you can't just yeah. ring them up and shout at them. Or anymore. go into the store. <laughs> Magical by Sarah's saying, uh, we watched a vlog and they said they never got the bedding change for two weeks in Disney. Is this true? No more mousekeeping. Um, is this in, if, in Disney World? In Disney World. Because they asked... Um, you can opt out of housekeeping. Oh. Or if you go to... Um, if you go in a DVC resort, it's mm. on every fifth day and every. Used to be the first time we went day? in 2019, we could opt out because I went to the desk and I said, um, "Are you still doing the opt out um, thing for mousekeeper? For did I say a mousekeeper? I probably did." And mm. uh, they gave you was it ten dollars a day? Ten dollars a night, and, and we, we were like, "Yes, weeks. please." So we got so we'll have that. We don't we don't need someone to come in and change the sheets for two weeks. Mm. Absolutely fine. Uh, I'll take the $10, please. I don't think they do that anymore, but you, no, they you, don't. you, they you don't. can opt out. So unless you ah. accidentally opt, out, opt it out. So it, it's, it's totally uh, the other way around now. You used to be able to opt out and they'd pay you. Now you have. Uh, now there's an opt-in option, which you pay for. <laughs> I mean, that's pure. That is pure, that, like, yeah, chair-peck no, era stuff, isn't it? Yep. Um, like, what a reversal. What are you looking for? Sorry, Sarah Curry said something and it's gone above the thing and I just want to... Sarah, voting with your do we need to vote with our... Well, it's because, we, you know, we said, um, you know, we, we're getting less product for, for more money and uh, do we need to vote with our feet, says Sarah. Agreed, we're getting less for more, but if people are still willing to pay it, I can't see drastic changes. That's the thing. This, I mean, we're, we're going to just go, oh, aren't we? As, as bad as it goes, it's still... Yeah. enjoyable enough we, for us we'll, to go we'll stop feed we'll stop feeding ourselves properly we'll start just eating ash so that we can go to disney with Ooh, terrible. Ash. um but the thing is sarah Smoky. i think this is the other part of the timing in that all economists now agree that there's a worldwide recession around the corner like and some people are saying with 100 percent chance other people are saying 98 percent chance um it's not but, gonna happen after the <laughs> after the pandemic, there was pent up demand, and there was a lot of people like us who had that had eighteen months worth of holidays that they'd had to rebook. And the like, Chapek said, we've just seen unprecedented demand for this, and demand doesn't need seem to be diminishing. And he was very smug about that. We've just reached that time frame after the pandemic where all those people yeah. who, been, who wanted to go have been and apparently bookings for next year have dropped off and because there have been no discounts or special offers like they've always done in previous years, they always have that big push of free dining and mm. stuff like that. Um, they've really dropped off with the bookings and knowing full well there'll be a recession next year which will affect the year after that and all that. They, they've, they've priced themselves into a terrible corner. Now, we are not yet seeing that, but these executives will definitely be seeing that. They'll be looking down the road and they will be seeing that. So in reply to your vote with the feet thing, Sarah, I think this is what's going to happen. And I think they know that's what's going to happen. So I don't think they can backtrack on anything price-wise, but what they can do is discount and bundle and special offer that's their only option i do think as well as as much as maybe it counts for nothing at all but i 
they they know people are having these conversations. They they know people are streaming who are far more popular than us having very mm. similar conversations about mm. this sort of stuff with thousands and thousands of people watching it, sharing their experiences, Facebook groups, Twitter, everywhere. You know, social media is very noisy about this sort of stuff at the moment mm-hmm. in, in the Diz Twitter universe. So it it isn't going unnoticed it, it can't so it'll be there it's a noise in their ears and and whether they choose to do something or not obviously is ultimately up to them but um but if everyone's all if everyone's dissatisfied all the time then it's not magical is it so no. it's not magical it's not doing what it should be doing so and it, it's a hundred year old company that has has sailed on a very specific reputation as well a reputation for excellence and when you're on social media and you're getting pictures of overflowing rubbish bins, that's not excellence. And um, a caring company. And when you hear all these terrible stories about, you know, people not being allowed this and doing that and not being able to afford the other or them upselling things. Mm. And it, it just doesn't have that reputation anymore. Now, with regards to special offers, you're one of those people you were telling us on the show last week or on the Patreon show, perhaps, that you were looking at going to Disney World yeah. and now you're thinking seven days because you just like you just find your budget but if they brought out we've had a 30 percent discount in the past mm-hmm. which nearly brings you back to that seven day total it sort of brings yep. you to a 10 day total if they give you 14 days free dining for a family of four which is what we got the first time oh, yeah, we went definitely you, you would do it we, you would do the, the two we weeks the one. glory days man the mm. glory days yeah without a doubt that'd be something that we'd, we'd seriously consider because suddenly it become worth spending that extra money so exactly so but they haven't done that since they haven't done that mm-hmm. but i would i would keep your eyes open especially now you've got new management and i think having new management gives them license to do it because if if they'd done it under old management it would have been like oh yeah what we did didn't work so now will you come <clears> back please whereas this is going to seem a little bit more giving isn't it can i can way? i just say on, on here because it's about to dis- disappear off the top but aaron's just said that their choir can't run their march trip next year because the price they gave was over 800 pound for two nights Ugh. um for the rooms mm. uh, that's awful isn't it yeah we want you to go aaron mm. yeah crazy prices man um, are but, we, I mean, if they're losing uh, choirs, we uh, they need choirs. Running out yeah. of time, guys. Did you have some um, stuff? We've, we've got Christmas food stuff. To we've look got Christmas at. food stuff to look at. Yeah, I mean, we can do that if you like. This just seems like a really good conversation. Maybe we should save it. We could save it'll it. Keep, it'll keep till next week, won't it? It'll keep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what won't keep us until next week? What? These uh, festive uh, bakewells from Mr. Oh. Kipling. Oh, is that a second sweet treat of the podcast? Did we have some festive bakewells like this uh, another time? Yes. Was it Christmas that yes. time? Was it? Yes. Was it a year ago? Yes. Was it really? Really was. I would have said it wasn't. Well, I, I, <laughs> we, we wouldn't have had them in like February. No, I feel like we did. Like we had them at Easter or something. No, like. no. Oh, we might have had some Easter ones. Mm. Or Halloween. Do we have Halloween ones? Not this year. Emily Did we says, have ones last year? where's the best place <laughs> to find orange. offers on DLP planning a trip in a year? Honestly, just the Disneyland <laughs> Paris website. There are very few travel agents, uh, to my knowledge, no travel agents who are able to give you offers that aren't offered by Disney themselves. They can sort of tack on your airport transfer and stuff like that. But the actual for the actual Disney portion, just go straight to Disneyland Paris website um, to find your offers. And I'm trying to read all the... There's so much going on in the chat. The boys had some hue. It's the price. There were raspberry ones. Raspberry Bakewells, which isn't a Bakewell, is it? Let's be honest. Um, 
and they were like unicorn ones. Oh, right. Okay, that's what it was. So that's what I was getting confused about. Yeah. I love a Bakewell, but it has to be cherry. What, why would you have a Bakewell that isn't cherry? Uh, Scottish Claire approves your Scottish accent, Hugh. Do you know what? When I did that a moment ago, I thought, I wonder if Scottish Claire's got anything to say about that. I did. Oh, well, so I'm glad, I'm glad Scottish Claire. You're brilliant. Uh, well done. Mm. Well, you should be very proud. My mum's an Aussie, but she was born in Scotland. So I'm, I'm physically half Scottish, but I'm culturally half Australian. Mm. You can tell by the Scottish um, colouring and long nose. I learned to do a Scottish accent from reading Irving Welsh novels. <laughs> you, you, uh, you cannot read an Irving Welsh novel unless you can do a Scottish accent. Scottish Claire, you should see me in my original blue name name denim jacket. The glory days, man. <laughs> name name denim jacket. That's right. Name Great. Name. Great. You're oh, you're supposed to do a Scottish accent. I can't appear to do it now. That's not good. <laughs> Sarah Curry says we're already talking Christmas at DLP for 2024. That gives us enough time to save up for it. Hopefully, you'll get a special offer, Sarah. <laughs> Oh, you all going to hate me when I'm predicting these special offers and then they don't come out, do they? I desperately want to go Christmas 2023. It feels like it's been too long. Christmas, the last time I went to Christmas was 2017, Hugh, wasn't it? No, is it 2018? Um, 2017. Oh. I'll tell you what else won't keep. I've got a lot of shout outs and questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Go on, do that while I have a beer quill so then. Shall I, uh... Yeah. Audience trip round Right, uh, no trip reports this week, but we have had all sorts of things because you all keep getting in touch with us, which is ace. And you can get in touch with us about other stuff as well. It doesn't have to be a trip report. So, first off, the Jacksons have been in DLP this week and have sent a few updates to us. Um, they've loved Waltz, said it was the best place to eat in the in the, the park. Wow. And loved Avengers Campus as well. Not even stepped foot inside that place yet. And sent us a after picture all, of a, After all this time. sent us a picture of a, of a shirt mm-hmm. of Grogu eating a donut and it says... Do or donut, there is no try. <laughs> Which I thought was quite cool. Um, they said they'll send a trip report in the next couple of weeks. So thank you very much. The Jacksons, enjoy your trip home. Yeah. Uh, if you're leaving today, I think. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm sorry, I've got a really itchy nose today. On the outside, but it's a bit irritating. Um, Mark Chester got in touch as well. He sent us a picture, which I haven't got here at the moment, but he sent us a picture of his... Um, Marky C. His tiki cup shirt. He's, he's ordered himself one of our... Oh, uh, yeah. What's in your tiki cup shirts? Just in time for his trip to DLP on Friday. Where can you find those t-shirts, Chris? You can find them on Tee Public. That's right. search for tiki cup. That's right. And then it'll, it'll come up. Excellent. Uh, Penny Bunty got in touch uh, to offer a couple of Poor Dameron jackets for the boys. Um, there, there's some jackets that her kids have, have grown out of, and she's sending them to me. Which oh, wow. Awesome. Oh, wow, that's really yeah, cool. They're really, really cool. Lucy had a uh, parcel uh, bounce off the door the other day because uh, we weren't in, so the uh, Royal Mail took it back, and we think it could possibly be the uh, tap o- the tap bag, maybe. Ooh. Does that sound correct, Aaron? Is it on the way, do we think? You need to tell me how much I owe you for postage, Aaron, if that was the tap all in bag. Unless it's just something you've forgotten about. It's Something else. Speaking, Ooh, yeah. it is. It's Aaron yeah. says it is. Yeah. Uh, so tell me how much I, I worked. Know I worked you. it out yesterday because I was like, I think it'll be, it'll be, be the bag from. I paid for it. It's all. It's all in the. Not not, the no, postage, not the postage. Ah, not the right, postage because we didn't know at the time. Uh-huh. Um, that reminds me as well of things Aaron's going to message person out. Um, Bushbees, if you're listening, stroke watching, I apologise, but I haven't done your jingle yet. I've I've done a draft of the jingle. I just haven't had a chance to finish it. It's been a hectic couple of months, but um. Uh, it's there, it's on its way, and I, I will get it to you, Just I to, promise. Is it, is it like finishing the hat? Is it it's, taking it's a little a bit like that, yeah. No, I, I did a draft of it, and actually I listened back to the draft the other day and thought, oh, that's not far off, actually. It just needs a bit of a 
bit of a drum beat. Bit of that. <laughs> bit of that in it. <laughs> Uh, who else? Laura Clark, it got in touch this week, and she said the following. Hiya, my husband and I have been listening to your weekly shows for well over a year now since planning our Disney track. Oh, trip. yeah, thanks. You guys are so fun and informative. I also watch Lucy's vlogs and pack alongs while I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> we last went to DLP in 2012, for the, uh, the day before we got engaged in Paris. It all seems to have totally changed now with the Disney Village and all the hotels. We've planned to do some, uh, so much more this time and stay at the Hotel Art of Marvel for two nights. So now our trip has finally arrived. We set off on Monday morning tomorrow. So excited. Golly. But there's a few things we still don't understand, and we're mm. wondering if you might cover these questions in your next session. We'll be tuning we'll be tuned in live, probably tucked up in bed, ready to get an early night. So, here's the questions. Are you ready? Answer me these questions three. Photo passes. How do they work? Uh, how do they know who I am to send me the correct pictures on my app? Easy. So you've got a little credit card. And you go to the uh, desk after... Well, some of them have got machines now. Generally, it's a desk. Mm -hmm. And all the pictures are rotating along. And you go, that one, number 2093, please. When you see your own face... And then you they give them, they give them your card and they scan it and it goes on your card. And but, if, if you do a character meet, you just yeah. give them the card and, and they scan it. Yep. Um, you yeah. can do it uh, before or after the photograph, can't you? You just mm-hmm. you just sort of and, and they they just scan your card. They've got they've got a little machine. Just pass it to them when you walk up. Before and or yeah. after for the characters, you can do it before mm-hmm. or after. Yeah, and uh, they expect people to have them, so you know they won't be like going what? Oh, okay, that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, they'll just hold it out to them, and they'll uh, yeah. the, the photographer will also not, if, scan it. If you've forgotten your card and you go and do a meet, they'll give you a card, a, a piece of card one, mm. and you can take that to to the cast members at the places where you check out as well I think you can get them put on so. where'd you get your card originally um, you can get them in, the, in any of the shops pretty much yeah so, certainly the ones in the hotels the, the big shops I wouldn't know about all like the small kind no, of but, but definitely the shops. one if you go in the, the shops after the, after the rides that have the photos in them they all have it yeah because mm-hmm. you, you can buy one there if you want to like when you finish yep. so, yeah. so there we go that's question one Question two, have you ever done personal baggage drop on arrival from Eurostar? Oh, yes. How does it work? Was it easy? Oh, so um, what to... In, in, in the, can I ask a question? I don't have, I don't have a further on to this. So. It, it's got a name. To, um, it's like mag- magical that one. something. Yeah, I can't remember what the catchy name is. It's always magical wish dreams something, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> um, yes. Wish the tip back to me in hotel room for me. Yeah. If you are getting, which nobody is anymore, are they a direct one from St. Pancras? Mm. (laughs) Um, They'll know your seat number and they'll come up and down the train and they'll find you and they'll give you your tags. And then you put your tags on your luggage and you go upstairs, um, upstairs at the train station and you'll see a desk in the far corner and then you just drop it off there and they take it straight to your hotel. Now, there was once for some reason we couldn't get those tags. I think it's because we were on a connecting train instead of a direct train, but we had paid for it, in which case we just took them straight up and there was a bit of extra paperwork, but it still worked the same way. We've also dropped bags off um, at the little Donald Duck um, baggage um, storage thing just outside the park. Yes. We do that quite a lot. We've done that like five or six times now, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. It does cost you. Yeah, it's like 20 euros for like three cases or something. Yeah, it depends on the size of it. Like a small bag is like five euros and a big bag but is It's like eight 12, and ten or, or yeah. whatever, yeah. yeah. Aaron's made a really good point about the photo pass mm. just to say that... Um, that he thought it'd work, that they thought it'd work for the next trip as it's valid for a year, but it isn't. The photos stay on your account for you for a year, 
but the photo pass itself is only valid for 10 days. Now, we've had it with our annual pass, so ours is valid for a year if it's with an annual pass. I didn't realise that about other ones. No, I I always assumed it, but I didn't didn't know it outright, so Mm. that's good to know. Uh, Number three... And what about shopping in the parks? Would they send large orders to your room if staying at a Disneyland hotel? Of course. I think, well, yeah, and we have done that. Mm. But I have a sneaky feeling, did this go away with the pandemic? And I can't remember if it's come back or not. Oh, I don't know the answer to that. That's a good point, actually. It, 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 def- <laughs> it definitely went away for a while. I can't tell you, I, honestly, because we haven't, d- at our last couple of trips, our, how long have we been since the pandemic? Three or four times? Mm. We haven't done it. So I would check that because I couldn't buy stuff on it. your way back to the hotel. That's what, yeah. that's what I always do. Mm. There's that, but we have we have done it in the past. Historically, it's something that they do. Yeah, I suppose they'll start charging for it soon. Of course they will. <laughs> check though. Somebody check or somebody tell her because I don't know about that one. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to listening to your show this Disney Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, and then she put in brackets just to confirm the eve of our holiday. It isn't actually Christmas yeah. Eve. Hol- holiday Eve. Yes. Yep. Uh, thank you. Love you guys. See ya. Oh, we love you too. Never met you, but we love you. <laughs> now, there's two other things I can tell you. I like you as a friend. <laughs> but we'll see about the the love. Maybe it'll grow. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> two other things I can tell you. Um, firstly, um, and I did tell you about this off air, but I'm going to tell you again now anyway. I've forgotten. Uh, I Do you want to act shocked? Yeah, go on then. Okay. Um, you might have noticed I never did a video for my Disney holiday. But <gasps> I did take some video footage. So the other day I went and looked at my video. Yeah, I went and looked at my video footage. I have about two minutes worth of footage and about one minute and 58. Footage? Yeah, footage. One minute and 58 seconds of it is video of my feet walking around the park in various different locations because I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do like a little section where I say, where's Chris where am walking? I? Yeah. And, uh, and you guys have to work out where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, where's Christopher Walken? Where's Christopher Walken? So that's what I thought. I thought I'd use that. In fact, that was the best. That was good. So now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to that was edit the best. That I did some. I did some awful ones earlier. That's you why did, you really did. I'm going to extract that. And I'm going to put it over the top of my uh, where's uh, where's Welker. Yeah. Um, and uh, and do that as a thing. But Hugh rightly said I should do it for Vlogmas. So I think I might have four or five, but then I'll have to come up with another 24 or five, another 20 or so I'm uh, sure Vlogmas ideas. between is we can think of some little bits. Just, you know, even just like... For I'm Vlogmas. thinking maybe we do Vlogmas in the shorts on YouTube rather than doing it on... As, as actual videos, just use the shorts. For That's something about shorts that I don't like. But, I, mean, I don't <laughs> but even watch na- them. Now that they've been separated out into their own tab thing, yeah. they, they are better, aren't they? I don't know, but 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 it does beg the question. Mm. Maybe we do we do Vlogmas, but we need to think about that and schedule it because December starts imminently. Well, if we're doing that, actually, I might because I've, I've got something here that I was going to show you. I'll show you. I'll show you off screen Good. that uh, I got oh. for a, I got for a pound in a charity shop. What? Yeah. No. Hello, man. Listeners, uh, you're not. Don't feel left out because the viewers can't see this either. That's um, a bargain. So I think I'll you do. Should vlogmas that. I'll, I'll vlogmas it. So I won't show you this. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I just held it really quickly. I will. Um, I will vo- vlog it. Also, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about. Maybe I'll talk about this on vlogmas. Oh yeah. What is it? Well, 
as we know, we got this bell for when someone makes a mistake, and Vlogmas. I and I got it because the first episode we ever recorded was oh. a, a film film review of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and I knew that people were going to say dwarves. Did so you know that Lucy was going to say? I dwarves? knew someone was going to say dwarves, <laughs> so I got the, not because she makes mistakes, but I just thought it's the kind of thing that not everyone knows. So I got I got this bell. Uh, which is a big uh, Fisher-Price school with a bell on top. Uh, and I thought, I'll ding that every time someone says dwarves, because it's dwarfs. Uh, but then I found this, table. found this book the other day. It's a colouring book. And it's called Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> I just uh, I just thought it was interesting <laughs> to um, do a bit of history of the bell. But yeah, it's dwarfs. And you can have fun correcting people on that, which I do. <laughs> there we are. Um, the because, last thing I had because, to Because say. dwarves Ooh. are from Tolkien. Yes. It's the same thing when we talk about that Christmas film that Kermit and Gonzo were in. Mm -hmm. The Muppet's Christmas Carols. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the Rhythms of the Prideslands. (laughs) Actually, no, I forgot what it is now. The the Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet But you also get The Muppets A Christmas Carol. No, no. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Most people think it's called A Muppet's Christmas Carol, but it's not. It's The The Muppet Muppet Christmas Christmas Carol. Carol. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Wow. So the last thing I have to say today from, from uh, you you fantastic viewers stroke listeners is uh, voiceover guy left the show last week and became a Patreon pal. Um, and so Yay! it's just to let you know, guy, you get a shout out in a voice of your choice. So if you uh, drop a us a message of your choice. for next week, we'll give you a shout out. I mean, you've kind of just had a shout out anyway, but, but you'll get one in a voice of your choice. I yeah. wouldn't recommend Nicolas Cage. No, I wouldn't recommend Nicolas Cage either. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Come on. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> wow. Can you say face off in his voice? Or like anything that's like relevant. Okay. See, this did come from an actual me trying to do a Nicholas Cage <clears throat> impression because he's got a really hangdog thing and he's like, face off. Can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a bit in that He's film. more like he's that, all, though, he's isn't all, he? Yeah. He's all like jowling. No, he's more like... <laughs> Oh, I, I want to take his car. face off. Oh, oh it's like God. Bill and Ted. Can you do um can you do Alan Rickman? <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Come on, let's have the rest. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Alan Rickman. Rickman. Alan, Alan, Alan Rickman. It has Alan, me a very long uh, pause. I'll cut your heart. Yes. Alan Rickman. The worst bit in Harry Potter um, is when he's, he's meant to say not so fast, Potter. Not, and he goes, not, not so fast. So, so fast. fast. Well, th- I mean, you'd be at the end of the corridor by then. I like you? it when he not- goes, you have your mother's eyes <laughs> fill in the blank <laughs> oh my days I'll right cut it, your yeah. heart out yeah. with a spoon i think that's it guys yeah, we're gonna do another 20 minutes of this because i've had coke and they've had iced tea and we're feeling all giggy we might even giggy. do we're giggy getting we're giggy. giggy with it I don't feel might caffeinated do tw- though. we might even do 25 minutes we're feeling that that full of it today i've got over my nausea now right. I've had my Che pick out, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end the show. I want to talk about Guardians, but I don't reckon we're gonna be able to do that because it only came out yesterday, didn't it? We oh, haven't watched it. Watched it. Yeah. We could have watched so much this weekend, and we haven't watched anything. Oh, the things we could have watched, <laughs> things we could have seen. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us on tonight's Disneyland Paris show. Join us over on Patreon. It's not too late for, to join, and you could see it. I've been Lucy. These mini boys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.